1: do you believe we have a great show for you guys today we have reigning sec player of the year herb jones joining the boys so buckle up tuck it into your waistband because here we go three two one we're back
2: and now
3: this is the moment you've all been waiting for we are on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick.
1: We're back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe. Pitch your free throws because they're free. So at 350, coming hot at you guys, and so at 349. And we're joined on this one by Alex Tossman, the Rock Disciples, Nikki Snacks, Crider, myself, and yes, reigning SEC Player of the Year, future NBA player Herb Jones for a really awesome show. And before we get into that, guys, we got to remind you to go to betonline.ag. Go to betonline.ag today because we love betonline.ag. If you're going to bet Okay, A, do it safely, and B, do it on betonline.ag. They have everything. You can bet on whatever you want, including the NBA draft. So go bet on betonline.ag with some great NBA draft props. Speaking of the NBA draft, we discussed that and a whole lot more on this great interview with Herb Jones. So without further ado, the Charity Stripe Boys and Herb Jones. Enjoy. All right, guys, you heard an hour introduction. We have the reigning SEC player of the year. Herb Jones joining the boys. Herb, how you doing today, man? I'm doing well, man. Thanks for having me. Of course. Uh, Crazy year for Alabama. What's more surreal for you? Before we get into the draft, because I'm sure that's absolutely nuts. Uh, what's crazier for you, though, man? That Alabama won the SEC tournament and the regular season, or that you won SEC player of the year?
0: I think it's the player of the year. Because, like, Going into the year I had no, I was just so focused on winning the defensive player of the year. And so like when the news came out that uh, I had won both, like I was super surprised. Like I was like trying to make sure it was real. Like nobody was playing any game. Like I had to recheck a couple of times, but I mean, it was, it was crazy.
1: Yeah, man. It's what you were the Giannis low key of the SEC this past year, <laughs> which is great. I praise. I mean, it's, it's pretty remarkable though. Like, does it surprise you from where you went as a team freshman year, where you guys got now, or did you kind of see things? I mean, you had Sexton obviously come in and then this team this past year was phenomenal. I mean, you have three guys that are you know in the draft and you have two guys that stayed that are going to probably get drafted next year, plus other guys coming in
3: and two di- to two different coaches, as two well. different coaches. Is it
1: crazy to see where you guys went as a team? Or did you kind of see it kind of go down once NATO stepped in the building?
0: I think it was good the success we had our first year to see, you know, like what it took to, to make it to the tournament, and not just uh, you know, like scraping claw away into the tournament and then have a guy like Colin on the team to show us like what kind of work we had to put in to be able to, you know, get to the next level. So I feel like uh like we always had we just had to like just keep working, uh and believe and trust in the work and like you were saying with the coaching change, uh, I feel like the guys that were there. I feel like like we all had the right uh, attitudes, like about the work ethic. And um, like as we got older, we matured and, and knew that we had to put in more work as time went on. And I feel like the, the senior group like really set that example. Uh, my junior, and my senior year. Yeah,
1: absolutely, man. I mean, the coaching changes are crazy. But you had Antoine Petway, uh, who is it? He was an idol of yours growing up. Yeah, so yeah. when he came to recruit you, what was that like?
0: It was, it was crazy. Actually, he came to, I was going to a small school called Sunshine High School. And mm-hmm. he came to recruit. It was a guy on our team. He came to recruit Um, that was two years older than me. And, like, just seeing him in the gym, my eyes lit up. Uh, like, just to see a college coach in the gym. Mm-hmm. And once he came back to recruit me, I kind of, like, the day he came and told me to was recruiting me, I, I kind of committed. <laughs> 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 it was, it, 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 like, within my family, like, I, I told my family, like, if I get the offer, I'm going
1: yeah, was it always a no-brainer your whole life you wanted to play for Alabama?
0: Yeah, well, after I went to the basketball camp that Coach Pitway was it. Mm-hmm. that's when I figured I wanted to go there. Mm-hmm. And you were like, what, five? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> five years old. That is,
1: I mean, it is really amazing. that I mean, every five-year-old wants to, you know, get to the league, right? Get to the association. Um, at what point do you know that that was actually possible for you? Uh,
0: Has it even hit you yet, honestly? Not really. No, Not really. <laughs> Um, like you know, like you said as a kid, everybody's dream is to to be able to be in a position to get drafted um but like many still surreal to me right now, so I just kind of try to i like, forget about it and just keep working until that day comes, and whatever happens on that on draft day i'm 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 good with it well,
3: yeah. I think it's really impressive uh I think if anyone looks at your college career progressively year to year you got better you added things so how does that kind of like yeah you want to get to the NBA but like you have to set like small goals as well what are your goals for like this upcoming season what are you most looking forward to working on Um, and also kind of a two-part question here are you looking forward to traveling to all these different places because like you grew up in Alabama you went to college in Alabama like now you get to see a lot of the United States because all these all these cities are all over the place.
0: Yeah, I'm super excited to travel um but with with my game improvement, um each year I just would try to figure out what the team needed uh, from me in any aspect, and I just hone in on those skills, whether that was trying to get as many offensive rebounds or you know locking in more defensively, uh, being more assertive on the offensive end um like whatever the team needed me to do that's what I worked on in the offseason and each year they kind of like asked more of me and so I had to work on more more yeah. stuff or uh, get comfortable doing more you know having to bottle my hands more and I feel like that that attributed to like my my progression
1: mm-hmm. you play such a crazy like I mean, your game is so hot you do so much across mm-hmm. the board defensively obviously your passing game is fantastic who was the kind of guy you gravitated towards? You know, we had Kiss, we just had Kispert on, and he's mm-hmm. like, all right, Clay Thompson's like my guy. That was the guy I kind of grew up watching. Who's the guy that you grew up watching? Maybe a few guys that you grew up watching. And as you got older, you try to start modeling your game after them.
0: Uh, I was LeBron. And I mean, I just love the way he, like, he always tried to make the right play. Um, he didn't really care about what people were saying. Like, you know, like in crunch time, if he, if he was double team, like, people were saying he should have shot the ball. Mm hmm. Like I, he always tried to make the right play, and he was like always a presence on both ends, regardless if that was guarding one through the five. Like any tasks that he had to, to to handle, he he did. And I feel like he did well. And uh, I mean, I just tried to take bits and pieces from his game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, are there I any parts of your
2: game that you would say are underrated?
0: I feel like I'm I'm a better offensive player than a lot of people think, but I mean, I just play within the role of the team. So if they don't need me to do too much on the offensive end, I don't.
3: We, yeah, m- talking about roles, I think like one thing that's probably very apparent to any NBA scouts right now is that you're you just bring such ferocity on the defensive side. Like, just watching some of your highlights from this past year, watching you know the games, like, is that where you enjoy playing the most? Because you just get you're so active and so aggressive on these guys. Like, I, I don't know how they even they're just like shaking in their boots like
0: yeah well I mean I started out I love playing football um and I wanted to be a a a DB or safe you know a safety yeah and I just enjoy locking people up so and I know a lot of people don't enjoy playing defense
3: no not in today's
0: NBA (laughs) my advantage and uh I mean it, it got me minutes and like once I get on the floor like I feel like i can impact winning on both sides of the ball so I could just had to use my defensive mindset to give me minutes. There's a guy that's
1: proven it in the, the, the book. The Bucks just won the championship, and everyone's like, oh, P.J. Tucker played all these minutes, no points, no buckets. I'm not saying that's going to happen to you because I'm sure mm-hmm. you'll get yours. But he played valuable minutes, not just minutes. You know, mm-hmm. there is just a spot for guys in the NBA that could kind of go and he could really guard whoever. Like, he was playing the five in Houston at one point, and we're all sitting here like, dude, what's – like, you know, like a 6'8 safety or DB in the NFL is kind of crazy. Like a 6'5 yeah. center in the NBA is nuts. But there is always a place for a guy who has that ferocity on the defensive
3: end. Well, and mm-hmm. after game two, we're like, oh, look, he played 35 minutes and he didn't score a point. And then at the end of the series, they win the title. And now everyone's like, oh, when are the Bucs going to re-sign
0: uh, mm-hmm. P.J. Tucker, right? Yeah. Like,
3: yeah, it's it's a lot of recency bias in there. What, what have you had to deal with in, in regards, just like internally, how have you dealt with criticism that people are giving you or what you're hearing or do you try and block all that stuff out like while the draft's right ahead of you what's that thought process been like
0: um we'll be dealing with the draft like where where i'm projecting and all of that i don't really pay attention to the projections but like if somebody is critiquing my game saying that i can't shoot i can't dribble like i pay attention to those things and just go work on them so they can't you know say it again yeah
1: i mean the projections
0: are nuts
2: yeah. And there's, you know, there's a lot of talk. And, you know, we asked Kispert the same question with ageism. Mean, you're a four-year player at Bama. I mean, a lot of times executives prioritize the youth, right? They go for the guys who are one and dones, some of the guys from overseas. I mean, how do you kind of combat that and let them know that, you know, you're, you can, you can compete with those guys.
0: I mean, you just look at um, like the finals, how many, how many guys, you know, first year guys, How many how many guys that was starting, or playing significant minutes or or you know one and dones two and dones I feel like like those players there, i think that's that's long term I think they you know they think so long term and I mm-hmm. feel like that's what one through fifteen I feel like that's probably what they're trying to do is just um rebuild you know mm-hmm. but uh i I don't really let it I know I know how to play basketball I know how to play good basketball um and I know i how, how to affect winning so I don't really let that uh Distract me at all, like the because I know like with the youth, like they all, they always say you know, like the fourth year guys, they always have to come in and be an immediate impact. And I just put that chip on my shoulder and work as yeah. hard as I can.
3: Yeah, it's a, it's always a mix, right? Like on any yeah. NBA roster, like you look at the the Bucks, for example, like you mentioned, like Giannis, of course, he's you know he's a more one and done type of guy, right? He's playing internationally, hadn't been playing for a long time. But then you've got guys like Pat Connaughton, PJ Tucker, we just mentioned holiday played multiple years at UCLA. Like those are all guys that had tenured careers in college before getting to the NBA. So it's always a mixture of- You're looking for
2: one of the best in the league. Seth Curry. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Let me um, ask I mean, you. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to
1: say, I mean, two things you are held in for though is like, as we mentioned defense and, but also your work ethic, which mm-hmm. again, as you see a lot of four year guys, like they build that in college. If you could only have one, your work ethic or your defense, which would you pick?
0: work it for sure. Uh, I mean, with my work ethic, work ethic, uh, I can get better on the defensive end, mm-hmm. uh, but if i if I just go out and play defense, it don't work out, I, I won't be any good on the offensive end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I like love those cool.
3: hypotheticals where we, we zap your
1: powers
0: <laughs> like in space. <laughs> yeah,
3: <camp>. I
1: know. <laughs> space jam you right here <laughs> and there. The hypotheticals are, are always fun to live in. Um, Okay, there's a lot of guys in the draft. He hasn't mentioned the Bama guys in the draft. Uh, but a lot of great players, a lot of guys who went against in the SEC. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of teams with multiple picks in this draft. Who are some guys, you know, in this class that you're hoping to possibly play with? Not play against, but link up with. Guys whose game you didn't get to play with, obviously, in college, but you want to, you know, kind of team up with and go in the NBA.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm not being biased. I like Corey. I like Corey a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, the big, the big kid is it, uh, Evan Mobley. Yeah, yeah. I like him a lot. Um, and you're working out with these guys a lot as well, right? I didn't get a chance to work out with uh, Mobley, but I'm I'm with Corey every day. <laughs>
3: um, yeah. I feel like y'all would have a nice little two man game, like you initiating things and yeah. him working off you spotting up. That would be – yeah, that would be a nice little nice little one-two punch right Like there. Him
0: too. Like he has like – yeah. I don't think people know that he has like a, a – another side to his opposite game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean – I,
3: I wouldn't be surprised if next year both of y'all caught some people sleeping with a, with a weak side dunk. I, I'm going to be honest. Like it's going to happen. Someone's going to be like, I don't know who this rookie is. Yeah. y'all are just going to throw one down and it's going to be – it's going to be great. And we're
1: going to be like <laughs> – Yeah, hey, I hope
0: so. I hope it's a Cam,
1: I hope it's like a Cam Johnson body catch type of thing, or you just come to bro. That was
0: crazy. Crazy. That was a crazy. crazy. Uh, if, if I was PJ Tucker, I probably would have made a business decision. Found <laughs> him, took a hard foul, or just got out of the way. Make a business decision. To, <sighs> are
3: there are there any guys outside of LeBron? Obviously, because you know we all we all watched him growing up. We all mm-hmm. marveled at him, you know, and what he's able to been able to accomplish. Um, that you're just kind of like I don't know how nervous I'm going to be when I'm up against this guy. Katie. Yeah.
2: I, I feel like, I feel like LeBron's still nervous to go up against Katie. I mean, the guy. <laughs> <and> <laughs> I, I don't
0: know about that one. LeBron, LeBron's seen a lot of players. Yeah. Yeah. I know he's yeah. one of a kind, but. LeBron's been around. Yeah. I
1: mean, yeah. Katie's, it just is like one of those things where like, you think you can't get better. But he does or you forget for some reason you take it for granted i feel like a lot of the guys in the NBA i think it was i think
0: it was the injury a lot yeah. of people forgot i think a lot of people forgot
3: well what do you think about so like as a defensive defensive guy like a stopper you're put in front of the team's best player mm-hmm. a lot of the times and you know like analysts are always talking about the best players in the nba saying like at a certain point it doesn't really matter right it's either they make it or they miss it like a guy like steph like you can only do so much or like a guy like we used to talk about MJ in the same way, where it's like, if he's locked on, like there's nothing you can do. So what do you, what do you bring in that scenario? What's your mindset? What are you trying to do as a defensive stopper to at least like, you know, do, do the best that you can? Like, what are you thinking when you're in, in front, you got KD in front of you and you know he can shoot over the top. Like, what's your mindset?
0: Just try to make it tough and know, you know, he's going to make some tough ones. So the most I could do is, you know, see where he, he likes to shoot it. Um, see what moves, how many dribbles uh, he he would like to take uh, to get comfortable and just try to take him out of those things and, and force him some, into some uncomfortable situations. But you got to know it's going to be, yeah, he's going to make some shots. He, you know, it's Katie at the end that, of the thing. But you just got to make it tough. That, that's how I'd approach it. Mm-hmm.
1: Were there guys in college that you went against that surprised you offensively?
0: Um, Was we talking my entire career?
1: Yeah, your entire career. I mean, look again. Like you're going up, You're probably pretty much by the time you were a sophomore, at least you were going against like probably the best, the best or second best offensive
0: yeah. guy. Um, Trey Young didn't surprise me, but he he definitely uh like you could see mm-hmm. he, he was super talented on the offensive being because he didn't make as many shots when we played him uh, in Alabama. Yeah, but you could tell he was going to be a problem. Yeah.
1: I mean, his – people just – it's so – people just box guys. They look at Trey Young and they go, hey, okay, you hit like three or four deep threes. You're the deep three guy now. Yeah. And they just totally forget about his ability to pass and his court vision, which is still in the upper echelon of players in the NBA.
0: It really is. It's it's pretty – It's His decision-making – like I haven't seen too many people that has his – like his quick twitch. mm -hmm. It's his – it's crazy, like the way he, like how quick he makes reads, like in downhill. Like I can see why, I can see why they made it uh, that far in the playoffs.
1: I wasn't surprised once they made that. I wasn't surprised like once they made that head coaching change, which I think yeah. it was going to happen. And they, McMillan, McMillan's a fantastic coach and turn everything around. They just had so many. They just had the right guys in place. It's kind of like y'all. Like you guys had like a lot of guys who fit their. It just fitting your role that's mm-hmm. how you play. Get at least get deep. I mean, the Grizzlies didn't have anyone like spectacular back in the day. Like the great, yeah. I mean, Gasol was great, and obviously Conley and Randolph. But they took it to the you know because they had Tony Allen who just did all the defensive dirty work. I mean, mm-hmm. you really, team basketball is 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 just so much more massive than people think. You know, with the superstars in the league today. Are there are a couple guys in the NBA that you're excited to possibly pair up with. I mean, other than like the superstars, you know, guys that are kind of similar to you that you could kind of learn, you know, want to take have you, you know, take on your wing or have them take you you on your wing. Um,
0: man, I have to go with PJ Tucker. Just how like his journey and uh, yeah. like finding his way into the league. Um, like I just want to know the knowledge. You know, like yeah. I know I know the work ethic had to. Do be there uh, like some mental toughness had to be there knowing that you know like you, you got to keep working i know you probably signed a couple 10 days like just i just want to figure out uh like how to stick in the league and you know just play as many years as i can so i i pick pj tucker yeah I, mean, I saw you
2: i saw you mention you know you're not concerned about how many points you score you just want to have a long career
0: and, and you're,
2: you're ruling that right now
0: oh yeah man that's it um, I don't, I don't really care about the points. Like I said, uh, I just want to be a part of a, a winning team, a winning culture, or, or a tribute to a winning team or a winning culture.
1: Yeah, and it's crazy. Like, you know, like the Bucks prove like any team could kind of, if you do it right, can get it done. Similar to y'all. Like everyone's like, yeah, SEC, our, our, for us growing up, the whole SEC, is Kentucky, it's like Kentucky, Kentucky, Kentucky. Yep. It's like, it's endless. But now you got Tennessee – you got y'all. Obviously, Florida's always been in the mix, but they really got their staying power. Um, how do you feel about the imprint you guys going back to college that
0: you left on Alabama
1: going forward? Because this is now like a this is like a legit program.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I feel I feel like I I did what I had to do. Um, I feel good about the program now, uh, mm-hmm. like how, how we left it. I feel that like everybody, all of the seniors that was that came in. Uh, with my class, um, and some of the guys that we had to add, uh, I feel like we, you know, we we left them in great hands. Um, and I think they're going to, you know, continue to keep rising. I don't think, you know, we're, we're uh, Alabama is at its peak yet. I think it's going to continue to get better because now it's, it's like the first year uh, when Coach Oates got there, it was like, you know, like they could be good. Uh, we have to see next year and then we come out and do what we did this past year. So now I feel like they know that uh, the expectation of has risen. So I, I feel like they'll rise to the occasion and, and keep the program going in the right direction. Yeah. Was,
2: I'm just curious to know the dynamic. Obviously Alabama is known for being such a powerhouse in football. What's it like, you know, I mean, does it kind of feel like the little brother of, this, of like the athletics when you guys are you know the basketball team? I mean, obviously you guys have great success, but like <laughs> with that so much success that the football team has with Saban and all these recruits. I mean, how does that feel a little bit?
0: I mean, it was like a competition with me. Uh, so, I didn't feel like the little bro. <laughs> but, like, with, with their facilities, um, like you, you can't question, I mean, it won't, it wouldn't be any questions like, well, why do they get that? And, you know, like, right. some people don't get this. But then you gotta walk through the walk, you know, like through the hallway and you see it, so many national championships, so, and you really can't, you know, like, that, that really yeah. answers the question. And so, like that's, I took that up on myself. Like, if if I want people to pay attention to the basketball program, you know, pack out the games, uh, stand outside for tickets, we gotta win. So we just had to, you know, get some wins.
2: That's great motivation for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah it was, it was, it was uh, a great example to, to, to kind of follow. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I'm
2: sure that it's the same with NBA teams or any professional team. Like, if you see the other sport in your city winning a championship that motivates you to get one yourself, you know, oh yeah, most different,
1: most different. It's no, it's not, I mean, lightning obviously strikes twice. I mean, there's no coincidence that the Buccaneers win Tampa lightning, win, the Rays somehow, some way in baseball, I mean, I don't know if you like baseball, but I don't, I never get year in and year out how they're good. They just always are. But it's like, and you now in Milwaukee, you see, you know, the Brewers and the Packers are always inevitably solid. I mean, it just, it does like carry on, you know, through and through how instrumental were you in the recruitment of, uh, JD Davison, because now y'all are getting big recruits.
0: He came on a visit. Um, I didn't really, I didn't really get into the recruiting side. Like when the recruits came, they like when they came to practice. I I talked to him after practice, but after practice, I probably work out, go get some treatment, and go home. So I didn't, I didn't do too much talking to JD. Strictly business over here.
3: <laughs> I love it. What a uh, obviously like. Last year's draft, Anthony Edwards comes out and he's like talking about that he obviously plays basketball, but like he likes all these other sports. He likes all this other stuff. How do you how do you kind of find your own balance with, you know, playing basketball, watching film, working out, working on your body, but also just like focusing on other stuff that you like? And what are those other things that, that you're interested in?
0: Well, I'm outside of basketball. I play video games. I play Call of Duty. I played Madden. I took a year off of two K. They they told me that the game, like I guess I have to get the next gen uh game because like on the I guess the original one it was like you couldn't make shots. Yeah. So I, I didn't want to play two K and it'd be a defensive game. That's not too much fun. Right. Yeah.
2: You know, <laughs> right.
0: Outside of the video game, I, I fish a lot. I try to get outside, fish.
2: It's a Bama boy.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I love it. I love that's, it. That's uh... that's uh I mean, you got to be able to be comfortable with your own thoughts if you're gonna go fish, right? Like, oh, yeah. uh, <laughs>
2: yeah. that's
3: yeah,
1: like it's a. Good it's a. I mean, my buddy's such a. My. I'm from New York originally. My buddy was such a big fisher. He moved down to Florida. It's like a shark fisher.
0: <clears throat> oh no, nah. I, I don't. I don't do any of the like on boats. I don't.
2: You like bass fishing, like catfish.
0: Yeah, yeah bass. Wow. Man, have you I'm... ever
2: Have you ever noodled one? Isn't
3: that what it's called when you? When you like yeah, go to the, the bank arm. and you go, you <laughs> oh, take the arm and <laughs>
0: can't mess up the shot, I might, man. I might have to try, it, but no, nah, I haven't done Yeah,
3: that We'll use the right hand for that. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's cool. <laughs> we can use the right hand for that one.
1: I saw, a, I saw a chick do it on Instagram the other day. Yeah, bro, like she just jumped in, like smiling back at camera. I was like, all right, she got in the water. Like, what's she gonna do? And she comes oh, up right. with this thing on her arm. I was like how are you supposed to tell me like I'm a human being and that's a human being when like you know it's, two, it's two <laughs> different kinds of species of people. Like I would never in a million years uh, jump I'd, into I'd,
0: a swamp.
2: Real quickly. I want to, I want to ask your thoughts on the potential move of Texas and OU to the SEC. I mean, there's a lot of rumblings that are happening right now. How, how do you feel about that?
0: I mean, it's, it's a tough league. Uh, so if they, if they are, Supposed to be coming into the SEC, you just gotta be mentally tough when you come into those stadiums because it gets wild. (laughs) Speaking from a standpoint at Alabama, like I've been at the, I guess, you know, like the craziest stadium. I feel like, man, when teams come into that, like they come out and they are uh, like at the end zone where the student section is, it's crazy. Yeah, Can't like,
2: hear anything. Yeah, well, you would have
3: played Trey Young <laughs> in conference then, if that were the case. Uh, yeah, that's
0: true. That's true. We would have played him right? twice. Yeah. 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 Been fun. yeah. I'm sure the basketball side of things, like the outside of football, I'm sure, like all the other sports there, it's going to be very fun. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, we're all Texas boys. We went to UT. So like, we're really, had,
0: yeah, we're all yeah. UT guys. Yeah. <laughs> so we're
2: kind of excited. I mean, the basketball program's on the up as well. So we're definitely excited about that.
1: Yeah. We cut more, but I will say for you that we were, I have some buddies that went to Georgia mm-hmm. and we were like sitting there watching YouTube videos of like, you know, Oh, like look at like the Texas stadium, like look how crazy it gets. Like when people come in and then our buddies are from Georgia, like, all right, now go watch a video of our stadium. Yeah. And all the Texas guys were like, oh God. Like, yeah, that is like, yeah, it's just different. It it's just different. Li- it is, it is, it's like just different. I'm guessing
2: you've been to the Iron Bowl a few times. Yeah. Oh, yes. Is that, is that the craziest atmosphere you've ever been to?
0: Outside of the Iron Bowl uh, basketball, when we had to go to Auburn, that was the loudest I had ever been like a part of any game I played, and that was the loudest one. But the football games, you have no phone service, depending on what time it is, like if it's a 2:30 game, it's super hot. <clears <Yeah>. <clears <throat> so I mean, if you really want to go watch the game, you'll make an effort to go, but I just go back to the, to the apartment and watch it it's, <laughs> it's, it's So wait,
3: so hot. do you have uh, do you have some bad blood with Sharif and Akora? What's the, what's the deal? Are you oh, guys, no, no, you no, guys no, friends? Just, you guys, <laughs> there's a rivalry
0: still. No, nah, it's, it's nothing personal. It's nothing personal. You know, yeah. like during the, during the game, you know, we might we might say a couple words, but after the game, it's of love. It's still just hoops. Tell yeah.
1: Sharif his sister's better than him, like real quick. I hey, <laughs> she get, she get a bucket. Nah, nah,
0: nah. I ain't going to get into that. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Nice. Uh, we got, a, we got a few
2: more for you before we let you rock. Uh, some yeah. quick hitters here, okay? These going to be just some, some little small questions. So we'll start off with the first one. Rank these four Bama receivers. Jalen Waddle, Devonte Smith, Henry Ruggs, and Jerry Judy.
0: I'm glad you asked me because I was having this conversation with uh, Isaiah Livers. Yes. Who it was tough. Um,
3: See, he's a big football guy, Livers.
0: Uh, we well, he watched it just because I think Alabama played Michigan at yeah. some point uh, while we were in school. I'm sure in a in bowl some- game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Number one, I have to go with Devonte. Um, Heisman. I mean, you got
2: to give it to the Heisman good. winner.
0: Yeah. Devontae. Uh, Devontae. Henry. Judy. Wow. Wow. That's that's
1: bold. Judy's been one of my favorite. Kyle was one of my favorite players like in college forever. Yeah. Uh, but going rugs over him is. Hey, you can't. You can't. Just, you can't coach. I mean, you've seen it you close
0: to If it was up to me, I just. It'll be a tie yeah <laughs> of course
1: yeah. it's crazy that all four of those guys are like in the same room yeah
2: okay. and calvin calvin ridley too i mean he's right yeah he, was,
0: yeah he was there my i think he was there my freshman year he left after 20 what 17 2018 yeah yeah, yeah he's just absolutely he was ridiculous as well
1: um all right first we'll, go ahead i was gonna say first purchase
0: uh i don't think i'm like i already have a car um so i'd probably say an apartment nice Wherever you're at, and a new yes, fishing, and bowl.
3: then and then the new 2K. There and you the go, new 2K. <laughs> yeah, new 2K.
0: Try, try it out this time.
3: <laughs> are you excited? Are you excited to play with yourself? Are you excited to?
0: Yeah, but uh, I told all, all of my friends, like, if I play, if they want to play against me, they like they have to be okay with me being a 99.
3: Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. You got to pump that yeah. shit up, bro. We could- yeah, <laughs> we're an edit,
3: edit player, whatever the. The potential should be a 99, but if it's not, we're bumping it up to 99. Oh, yeah. And, and then I'm simming a couple of seasons, and then I'm just
1: <laughs> – We're just going to shoot we're, you. A, bro, we're, we're just going to DM everybody. you, bro. Yeah, you're going to get a DM so from bro. us at like midnight. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yo, like look at what we did.
1: We were on the couch, and we 99. You, Herb, you won the MVP, <laughs> baby. Let's get it. You have to. You, have to. <laughs> you yeah. got you, man. Um,
2: Is there anyone in this league that you're excited to get revenge on that you've played up in college?
0: Revenge? Um, um, nobody from UCLA is coming out. No,
3: no, no. Johnny's waiting until next year.
0: And I have, to, I have to wait. <laughs> I have to wait until next year. I had got to get him back. I'll show yeah. you. Uh,
2: who's on your, um your pregame playlist.
0: Um, Gunna. Okay. Um, Little baby. Yeah. He's on
1: everybody's right now, dude. It's and I calm. might
0: I might like put some old Lil Wayne just to, you know, calm. Yeah. I, I i try to get like calm before games. I don't try to get too amped up.
3: Okay. What's your uh what's your take on country music?
0: I I I mean at Alabama, you know, we I, I've had my fair share of, of uh, listens, but I yeah. haven't gotten into the country music.
2: Yeah. It's a ex- little little Wayne. I'm me. Gets me so fired up um, on me.
0: I'm I'm me. Oh, I'm me. Yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's a great one.
3: <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, I, you, I think just the <laughs> first time anyone in the locker room is like, yo, what you listening to? You should just have like a few country songs. This is what I listen to. What? You guys listen to country music? Not really. Depends how drunk not I really. am. I mean, here and there, obviously, like when we, were, <laughs> when we were at the university, like we listened to it. People would have country bands come and play like, you know, and stuff like that. But
2: we live in L.A. now.
1: Like, that yeah. doesn't really fly
2: around what here. Kind of, <laughs> it, what kind of music you guys
0: listen to?
1: I like
2: I like hip hop and rap. Gotcha. Yeah,
1: I'll go EDM, but I also do a lot of rock and roll. Like, honestly, I'm not going to front with you. Chili Peppers. I'm in the top one percent on Spotify three years in a row.
3: <laughs> like he's, he's not gonna front with you also he really wanted to tell you like really really He <laughs> wouldn't to admit do. you i love telling anybody dude i was like i don't want to hide right.
1: it just so you know you're all dealing with that's right that's all right toss i don't even know what music you listen to like what do you i know? listen
3: to an assortment of stuff i you know all, all across the board but country is probably country and heavy metal are the things that i don't listen to but like, oh, okay like, you like, know pop rap yeah folk you like frank like ocean indie yeah yeah i like i like like R&B. i like good singers really. That's what I'm. Give I mean. me the top 3. Top 3. Yeah, top, top 3 musicians. right now. Right
0: now, what you listen to right now top 3.
3: Well, I mean Frank yeah, Frank is one of my he's one of my favorites. I love okay. I love Frank. Um, I'm actually a big I don't know if you know who John Bellion is. I'm a big John Bellion guy. He's he's pretty great and then I'm honestly, I'm a sucker for Bieber, dude. That guy is so talented. he's Ah, he's so he's super talented like i i want to not like some of his songs and i don't know why i don't want to like him but maybe because he's married to Haley baldwin she's he's great (laughs) and he every he gets so much attention but like
1: she's a rocket yeah yeah
3: he's just a great musician also i would love to hoop with him at some point because i i want to see if he's actually any good
0: yeah
3: what do you think you think he's any good i think
0: he's decent yeah ain't no no Jake
3: cole but he's good though
0: yeah, J. J. Cole is—he uh, surprised me with the move to to the pros. Or Quavo. Yeah.
2: Quavo is good too. He's got everything. Yeah. Softball, he football, basketball—he can do it all. Yeah. Uh,
1: all right, Herb. We ask all of our guests the same question to close out. It could be from you playing, watching, any age. What is your favorite
0: sports memory? ACC tournament uh, championship. That was. Oh, man, it was it was almost like a movie. It couldn't have been uh, written any better. In the middle of the pandemic, um, you know, us like the the way the whole SEC tournament went. Uh, we we come out, we beat Mississippi State, and then we we were down. I think we were down 16 in the second half to Tennessee. Come back and win that game, and then to play LSU for the third time. Oh yeah, knowing knowing they had a chip on their shoulder and being able to. To come out with the win, like how we did, you know, on the defensive end, it it was like a it was like a movie. Yeah, those, that, that I was honest.
1: I remember like being stoked for that game. Yeah, that LC, that LC team's good. Yeah, it's they were a really, really underrated team. Yeah. yeah, they were. All right, not Herb. good enough. Boom. Yeah, but not exactly not good enough. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you so much for joining us. uh We'll kick it out to you. It'll be out next week. Best of luck in the draft, man. We'll be pulling for you We're on draft for night it, man. for sure. Hope you end I up somewhere it. awesome. Yeah, of course, man. Thank I mean, you. Welcome, guys welcome back anytime, man. Yeah, come and talk ball. We'll get our fishing game up and talk some fishing, and then yeah. <laughs> All
0: right. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely want to do this again. Awesome, cool. man. Love to hear cool, that. Man. Love it, man. Yeah, yeah
1: we'll yeah, check yeah. back in with you. We'll, in send, the season. we'll
3: send some screenshots of our uh, our two K roster with us winning the championship <laughs> with you <as> ninety nine. <laughs>
1: Herb all Jones, right.
2: KD, <laughs> Kyrie Harden. <laughs> I like it. I like it. And if you get drafted in L.A., then it's even easier. Yeah. To Come see it, to see it. Yeah, yeah man.
3: It true. All right, man. Take all care, right. brother.
2: All right. all right. I appreciate it.
1: Awesome guy. Awesome interview. We hope that he gets drafted. We hope all these guys that we interview get drafted to Los Angeles so we can show them a good time and kick it with them. Um, but great dude. Uh, pulling for him. Hope for the best situation possible for him. He's a hard worker. Uh, and we just want him to have a really long and great career in the NBA because he deserves it. Um, Fans out there, hope you guys enjoyed it. And drag both feet inbounds, swing on a full count, rip that puck, hit that putt, hit your PKs because they're free and hit your free throws. Why? Because they are free. We out you, we love you.